0: Hello, Scooper Troopers. Once again, we're with you for another Dipshit Files. Hello, hello. I am Mr. Script Keeper. And I'm Mrs. Script Keeper. And this is episode nine of the Dipshit Files. Mm -hmm. And we're going back to uh, alien shit. Yes. We we have four UFO stories for Mm -hmm. you guys, some pretty interesting ones. We had quite the debate on how to rank them, (laughs) but they're very interesting, and we're going to have a fun time. We're going to have more of a free-flowing conversation, (laughs) this Dipshit Files, right? Yes, we are. (laughs) So we're having fun here in Skycast Studios. We'll see you on the other side. This is Dipshit Files. Load it up. <laughs> It's a bibbity bibbity.
1: <laughs> Hi. Hi.
0: Let's do four UFO things. Yes. That's what we're doing today. So hello to all of you guys. I hope you're having a lovely Wednesday. Uh, check out Joe's new show. Can't we don't? Can't, can't can't we doesn't? Can we don't? Can we don't? Can we don't?
1: Yeah. I think. Are it's
0: we not? Cute. Is we there? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but check them out today. I'm sure you will be, and I'm sure it's great. Mm-hmm. It's good to see Brian doing cool shit too. So, we've got four fucking UFO things. They're all fun. They're all pretty decent on the well on the scale on the we rated all of them as we usually do Mm -hmm. Uh, none of them are as high as the phoenix lights unfortunately but we found one story that we think you guys are going to find fascinating yeah well i think we did actually all three of them are fascinating yeah but one in particular is just ridiculous
1: right we actually debated for like two hours on this thing
0: (laughs) yeah which is why we're not going to do all the bells and whistles this time because we had a long-ass production meeting
1: we should have done it (laughs) on a microphone but we didn't
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. But we are going to talk about the Jackie Gleason story, mm-hmm. the famous actor. He has an incredible story. Yeah. That you're just going to have to take his word for it or not. And then there's the Hudson River invasion. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to look at the Flashing Meadows Park. Yeah. Yeah. And the Sutton family. Yeah. those are the names of them, but we'll get into all the details there. Right. But I think the Sutton family, we're going to save that for the last, but what a fucking, what would you do in this situation is what I will be asking you when we get to it. All right. So we're not wasting time today. We're getting right to the stories, you guys. There's four of them. So this is the Jackie Gleason story.
1: Yes. So Jackie Gleason is remembered as one of America's greatest comedy talents. Born in Brooklyn, uh, he became an extremely hardworking and driven actor and director Unheard of in the days of early television, Gleason often wrote deals uh, that provided him with huge sums of money and allowed him to actually produce many of his shows. Right. So everything Gleason did, he did with a lot of passion. Mm-hmm. Obviously, so even the scripts that uh, were written for the shows were—he made all the changes. It was just the way he wanted it to be. So it's kind of an interesting Control story. Control freak. Yeah. Total. Yeah. Um, a very
0: smart guy. Very bright guy.
1: Yeah. Well, and on set, no one was ever allowed to step out of character. Crazy um, guy, too, but bright. Camera shots and angles were always set up the way he wanted them. So it, I bet you he was kind of a challenge to work with. But I But he was passionate, and that passion extended into his personal life. So he was fascinated by flying saucers and the unexplained and UFOs and all that stuff. So... He ultimately uh, assembled one of the world's greatest parapsychological libraries, like Crazy. in collections and stuff. Did it you actually guys know that?
0: I had no idea that well, Jackie. I cases. didn't
1: either until I started doing the research, and his uh, collection actually lives today at the university of miami library
0: i'm gonna have to send david angus there for it's sure called
1: the gleason collection oh
0: they're checking that out for sure yeah. keep me on keep me up on that and I gotta make sure <laughs> get so in
1: 1982 jackie gleason shared a story with the radio host um basically on the down low he was told that he wasn't supposed to talk about this stuff mm-hmm. but the host was a writer and hosted a show that explained about the unexplained and like ufos and shit so out of the blue gleason told him how Richard Nixon was a good friend of his mm-hmm. and he told this story that uh, when they were golfing i guess he was constantly because of what he was into like a, how, like tell me about it yeah exactly and he Finally, no. they were. No. <laughs> so they were playing golf one day, and you know he basically said, uh, "I want to know." You know, so
0: I would do that too if I knew a president. I'd be like, "Please, come on! I will not tell anyone. I promise."
1: Right. So basically, he was really good friends with Richard Nixon. In fact, uh, he supported Nixon in every possible way during his bid for presidency in 1968. He's like so, a big donor. Yeah, right? Yeah, huge. And supported him in all kinds of different ways. So in 1971, um, he finally was rewarded this information when he attended a small White House dinner. So, And it was actually in Gleason's honor,
0: hmm.
1: like a thank you thing. So after dinner, uh, Gleason spoke with Richard Nixon, and then he asked if there was anything that Nixon could tell him about UFOs. Were they real? Are there actually alien spacecraft? And according to Gleason, Nixon told him, and this is a quote, Well, Jackie, if, well, you, Jackie. if you would arrange to arrive at the MacDill Air Force Base in Tampa sometime over the next few she days, I'll, I'll arrange to have you shown some things that may help answer some of your questions. End quote.
0: And then he just took him to Mars.
1: Right. So uh, Gleason went to Tampa. A day and a half later, he wasted no time. Right. And so after calling the phone number provided to him by someone in Nixon's staff, he basically headed out to McDill's Air Force, Air Force Base. So after arriving on base, he was taken to a dark-colored building he said that appeared to be some sort of a storage facility. Once inside, he had to pass through several levers, levels of security. And then finally, he was escorted to a large room where some, like, He says some strange debris laid on the floor. It was Mm -hmm. just kind of spread around. And an officer told him this material is from Roswell. Really? Yep. No emotion, just like a matter-of-fact statement. This is from Roswell. Okay. No No, explanation like... Zero. This is the wing. This is the the alien. The officer handed Gleason a small (gasps) piece. So he actually like picked stuff up and gave it to him, Mm -hmm. Uh, which seemed... Gleason says it seemed almost weightless and very flexible just then a light came on in the center of the room and he was really shocked to see what looked like a piece of like a, a broken disc but it was floating a few feet above the floor it was just hanging there Jackie Gleason said the spaceship was right floating. right so this is really so he was told not to approach it and he didn't but he still saw everything that was going on but the surprises weren't over yet. So then, after a few minutes of allowing him to, like, gawk at this thing hanging in midair and feel this whatever it was, he was escorted to another room. Richard Nixon wanted to impress his friend. This is the, the big one that was like, what the fuck? In this room were three containers of glass plates. So, like, they were containers with glass in the front so you could view what was inside. Sure. Think
0: sci-fi a little... And
1: yeah, so quote, these were the occupants found near the objects that you just saw is what the military guy told him. from you know on this tour that Nixon set up
0: this makes me think before you go further right this makes me think like Richard Nixon was kind of like a son of a bitch
1: right and so like like a like a lead troll kind of yeah
0: it (laughs) makes me think he's like all right set it up send send him down there
1: this is a lot this would be a lot of money spent as a practical joke if
0: you had he's got the government you know who knows he's got a lot there's a lot of money to just waste but you're, you're right it so, might be a personal thing, though. It might have, you know.
1: He may, it may have been, you know, a joke so, between two guys. Yeah. But So there was no emotion. Again, the officer gave him no emotion. Just one sentence descriptions. And to Jackie, that spoke volumes. It was like nothing. It was like, yep, here's your thing. Go ahead, look, feel, touch, you know. And I guess the beings were, he said they were like four to five feet tall. Two of the bodies were really badly damaged. But one was in really good shape. So he said, he looked at it, and then the officer said, this one died later. Mm. And it had large oval eyes, gray skin, looked like a male, actually. He said it looked like a male. Hmm. And he asked, he said, are they all males? And uh, the, I don't know, the military guy, I don't know what type of rank he was, but he says, your guess is as good as ours. That was his statement. How weird. I know. He answered Jackie with a slight smile. You know, basically, he was like... Yeah, I don't know, I don't
0: know. Pretty cool, huh?
1: So, basically, the experience of seeing the objects and bodies affected Gleason in, in ways that he could never truly explain. He was blown away, and he never spoke about it. And when he did... Let's uh, see, it was 1982, I believe. Yep, 1982. So, towards
0: the end of his life.
1: Yeah, he passed away just a couple of years after that of cancer. And it was... I think he had a long cancer, so...
0: See... To me, we talked about this before we, we did all the, the rankings on all these. Mm-hmm. There's something about, uh, not a deathbed necessarily a confession, right. but a, a confession at the end of, towards the end of life when you know, right. it's over that does, I don't know about you guys, but for me, it... it takes my skepticism down a little bit right where it's like I mean I know that there's some things where maybe he's a dick at the end and he's like fuck it I'm gonna throw all this world into a weird mess as I leave that's possible well yeah it is but I like to think people leave in good faith on some level yeah and I like to give people good faith I, I, I hate when people tell, show me I'm a fool for believing in people, but right. whatever, I right. like to give him good faith. And when it comes out at the end, when there's nothing to gain, yeah. he's not trying to sell a book, he's not trying yeah. to get on Larry King or whatever. He's
1: pretty okay at this point. Yeah. You know, he's, his life so, is pretty settled.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, and it, so it's, if what he's saying is true, it's the biggest deal. Right. That's why it's just like, it's easy to poo-poo it and be like, yeah, whatever. But right. It's an interesting one. To, Unless to
1: it was a massive prank. You know, and he just decided like to pass comedian. the troll along. That's the you most know?
0: likely case. Yeah. A comedian being funny at the end. I mean, it makes <laughs> sense. But it's just, it's actually in bad taste because it's fucking with all of us, you know, decades right. later. But that's right. what trolls do. I mean, that's the ultimate troll uh, aspiration. Yeah. Is to be remembered through your trolling for decades. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the end of the Jackie Gleason story that we have for today. We did give him a score. Mm -hmm. He ended up being a 1.8 on our scale of all the way to five. Five being like, let's get out there and fucking, I'm pretty sure aliens are here. (laughs) Uh, A two would be like, no, probably not. Mm -hmm. You know, but we did give him... you know, There wasn't any, there's was only him as a witness. He and that's officially a 0. 0.5. Right. Well, you know, there were. There
1: was Richard Nixon, mm-hmm. and then there were people, evidently, allegedly, the military, yeah. allegedly. Yeah, well, they would have to be there, yeah. But essentially, the only one that we can count on is Jackie Gleason himself, so mm-hmm. that's a one.
0: But we did give him a high <clears throat> credibility score. We yeah. gave him a 4.0 because it's Jackie Gleason, and again, at the end of life, uh-huh. nothing to gain. Uh,
1: Plenty to lose, though.
0: Right, and if it was trolling, it's rad, and he gets a four for being yeah. a troll, <laughs>
1: for being a great troll. And
0: as always, there's no physical evidence, so we gave it a zero. Yeah, there's no videos or photos of mm-mm, this mm-mm. Uh, because it was Roswell, and he didn't, he wasn't allowed to take a camera.
1: Well, in 1982, there weren't cell phones. So.
0: No, no, and they definitely probably wouldn't allow him let him bring in his cell phone. Right, it. but then, uh, how believable was it? Uh, pretty believable, actually. Yeah, we gave him a 4.0 on that because right. I mean just
1: because of I don't want
0: to be a dick up to him (coughs) well
1: part of it was because it was Jackie Gleason you know it's fun yeah and this was his thing it's his passion I mean he has a whole fucking library in Miami now
0: one of the most interesting things to learn from this
1: or at least a portion the Jackie Gleason collection
0: we had to ask it's like because we want to give him the credibility of witness. It's like, well, he's just a normal guy. And we and right. we, t- we said this before. Normal people like us, we just get threes. Because right. we didn't study this. We're not trained to notice. Right. We just probably saw something. We might have been drunk. We don't know. Right. <laughs> but Jackie Gleason, it's not the fact that he was famous. The access, his, his fame got him access mm-hmm. to this stuff. But his obsession with ufology, which isn't a science. It's just a hobby. It's a collection. But we can't poo-poo his knowledge of you know what he collected and stuff and right. for him to collect something that a library is like give us all of it please mm-hmm. you know i don't know what the circumstances were but i think that's cool yeah and it gives him a four instead of a three right because he is we were like is he an expert yeah. i mean he's not an astrophysicist right but he's done a lot of
1: research th- and I would, a lot of yeah. collecting
0: and how much fun he's a he collector be? at least right <laughs> so like i said this is a loose episode that was a 1.8 for jackie gleason mm-hmm. uh that doesn't come close to the phoenix lights but that's all right but now let's go to the Hudson River Invasion. You yeah. ready to do some Hudson shit? I am.
1: So in the 1980s, something unexplained was going on over the in the skies over the Hudson River Valley in New York State. So there was so many experiences and so many sightings in a I think it was like a six-year span. But this one uh, really intrigued me. So
0: this is pretty interesting. This is crazy. This
1: gentleman, his name was Charles Dwyer. He was heading to, uh, um, heading to work or coming home from work on the highway. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because most of these strange happenings happened on highways in the dark at night. You know, I guess it's because it was kind of a, from what I understood, it was more open, um, you know, quiet and dark, but anyways, so there was bizarre time lapse experiences. Um, and nightmares and all kinds of weird shit.
0: I'm driving through Oregon is like, yeah.
1: <laughs> so this guy, Charles Dwyer was driving home, uh, on one evening and all of a sudden he's driving along on the highway and his car just stops working while he's driving. Just okay. no more power just stops working. So he's like, what the fuck?
0: Alternator, bruh.
1: For, for Christ's sake, basically Right. pulls over and, uh, gets out of the car <clears throat> and flips up the hood to take a look at what's going on in the the engine, find out what's wrong.
0: And it's just sixteen squirrels.
1: There's three lights uh, up in the sky, though. He can see out of the corner of his eye, and it caught his attention. And he glanced to look at it, and saw a massive craft hovering. <laughs> Howdy! Right above him. Hey there. Moving nice and slow. We were trying. <laughs> we were
0: trying to let you get out of the way, but your car <laughs> broke down. We got to go. We got to move the spaceship. We got times. We got places so the to be.
1: Dude is seriously like, what? the fuck is that? <laughs> right. Starting to question his own sanity. Doom, doom. He looked a couple times. He's like, what, am I seeing what I think I'm seeing? What is that? Right. And uh, he basically had resigned himself to not say anything. Uh, he We
0: automatically assume all of our neighbors are going to be like, get the right. fuck out of here, loon band guy. He,
1: he questioned yeah. his own sanity and he's like, I'm not telling anybody. I'm just going to get in the car and I'm just going to go. Mm. Because evidently it moved it wasn't so slow that it took forever, but it was it wasn't zooming either. So it passed by and his headlights turned back on. As soon as it was out of reach, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but his headlights popped on. So he got in, tried his car, it started, everything was fine, he went home.
0: That that happens a lot in these <coughs> stories with it, UFOs or you know it's whatever. It's a weird they might be. it's
1: almost like a weird powered grid shutdown. Mm-hmm. So he headed home and when he got home on the news. He turned the TV on on the news. Three thousand people saw the same oh, thing. He's like I'm not crazy. Fuck he's yeah, like, like yay, I'm not crazy. So it's not. So basically, when he saw on the news, three thousand people in the whole Hudson Valley had seen the same thing.
0: Yeah. For shared delusion to happen, yeah. everybody has to be close to each other and talking to each right. other and shit. And Isn't we'll, we'll that get insane? into that here at the end of the show, but. That's insane. Yes. So I that's, thought that that's was. That's like the Phoenix lights, where it's like, right. well, the whole city saw it. Yeah. Well, just tell us what it is. And people are like, what, flares? And it's like, fucking really? Come on. Right. Can that be
1: flares? Well, the thing that I found interesting is he was on the highway, away from everyone, alone in his car, had this experience, mm-hmm. lost power in his car, had to pull over, mm-hmm. headlights come back on, he drives home. His experience was completely separate from the other people right. in that city who had an experience.
0: Yep. He didn't know who until he got in, home. And he's like, fuck
1: you. Yeah. Exactly. Who called in, got on the news. So yeah, it was kind of interesting. His was not a shared delusion in any way because he was alone. Exactly. exactly. Yeah.
0: That that's, gives it more credibility. Right. Yep. And that's all we have for that one. For this that's friend. it. You know, that's it's, but, the story. But we did rank it a little bit. It got a 2.6 because of all those people. Right. Uh, the, the quantity, I, and I didn't say at the beginning, uh, the witness quantity is mm-hmm. one of the things we have. And it's a scale from zero to five, five being, let's get ready to go check shit out, or the highest possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, witness quantity, that's a fuckload of people. Right, 3,000 people. Yeah, You get a five on our scale when it's over 50 people, mm-hmm. and so there you go. <laughs> so they get a 5.0 for that. Credibility of the people... Guaranteed, out of 3,000 people, we've got a lot of people trained to notice things Mm -hmm. from police and Mm -hmm. all sorts of different folks. Probably an astrophysicist, Mm -hmm. maybe now. That's usually one of the Well, you know, the people
1: that saw this, they were. They were all of it. They were neighbors, they were shop owners, they were police officers. I mean, it wasn't just. So I'm a huge piece of shit if I just
0: dismiss it like an asshole. Right. Because it's like, no. It's a lot of people. Most uh, most of those people are smarter than you, assholes. So calm down. (laughs) And they're not all drunk. You know, not I mean, all of them. Hudson Bay is a fun place to be, but it's you know. I'm I know not nothing about Hudson what, Bay. What time was it again?
1: It was uh, in the evening. Oh shit! Okay, they could have all, all. run.
0: Uh, I'm kidding, but then physical evidence, like all of these UFO things, nothing. There's nothing, and nothing. It always, that's what destroys all mm-hmm. of the scores for these. Just like when you have a bunch of A's and then an F, and you're yeah. like, Why did I get a two point? But
1: yeah, keep in mind though, there's so much bunk physical evidence out there that people have faked. True. That even if there were real evidence, we're not going to believe it anyway.
0: <laughs> we're not. And it sucks. That makes life it's, less fun it's, to live, yeah.
1: Well, it's not just the fun part. <laughs> it's we're, we're completely at a loss. If we're, this is a thing and there is evidence, we're not even going to look at it. Right. Because it has been so... Uh, made fun of and trolled that right. we're, we're going to be like,
0: whatever. That's like the, the Christians are like, dude, if Jesus comes back, this is going to be a very it's hard like, sell. Well, it's like crying this is wolf. This going to be so hard to tell people that he's back. Right. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, it's like, like nah.
1: the hypochondriac, you know, wife or husband or child or whatever. They're like, oh, my stomach hurts. Oh, my stomach. You hear so much of it mm-hmm. that when their stomach does finally hurt and they say something, you're like, yeah, whatever. whatever. Choke on Whatever. It. And then they die of appendicitis. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it.
0: <laughs> But that's their Shit. fault for the wolf Shit. thing. They cried the wolf thing too much <laughs> and the wolf ate them <laughs> slash whatever physical ailment. It's not good.
1: Oh, that, was, good. that was a terrible analogy.
0: That was, that was moving terrible. on. All right, moving on. Well, where are we going from here? We're going, uh, oh, I got to tell you, it's a 2.6 is what we got to. Yeah. Uh, the credibility, like we said, of mm-hmm. all those people, there's got to be some people that were very credible. Right. So we're going to be fair. No physical evidence Uh, No videos at the time. That was 80s, right? Yeah. 82 or 83 to 89. Not many
1: people have the uh, 87 pound video camera, (laughs) VHS, whatever, eight track. I don't know. I had pointed (laughs) at the sky. (laughs) Eight track video camera. (laughs) Fucking bro? (laughs) 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 We're listening to CCR
0: while we're filming (laughs) this shit, bro. Why not? I had one of those cameras. I,
1: I- forgot eight track is audio, isn't it? Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> that's eight millimeters. Is probably where we go.
1: There we go. But yes. It, it
0: might as well be eight track. <laughs> for the quality of video that you got from a lot of the consumer camcorders oh, back then. the day. On
1: it, filmed on a potato a yeah, salted potato Dude, that was still my, a potato
0: I filmed so many things uh, my buddy and I we hung out the other day we were talking about how oh, yeah. in school every, every project turned into us making a video right but it was all on VHS tape <laughs> on the camera and you couldn't edit that shit it was just like and go Oh, that's awkward. We can't edit that. And go. And we'd turn that shit in and people were like, yeah, that was great. It's like, man, shit doesn't hold up anymore. If only we had some editing software in the 90s -hmm. that was affordable and easy to use. Uh, So it was a 2.6 overall because we gave it how believable is the Hudson River invasion
1: well I I kind of was I was intrigued by it I was too I really was and
0: there's probably some professors M- and shit mainly
1: because that. of 3,000 people saw no. maybe a classified uh, exactly uh, airship airplane from NASA or something you know what right. I mean it
0: was probably an F-22 well, military on, yeah, yeah. Before.
1: and they can't tell us that stuff exactly so. that's the
0: weird thing like even mm-hmm. as a kid I was like I was obsessed with the SR seventy one Blackbird. It was mm-hmm. the coolest thing, and that's it's the f- still the fastest thing they've ever made, and it could fly super high in the stratosphere or some shit. And that has to be when I heard all the specs on that shit. It's like that's got to be UFOs to some folk because there is, if you're catching a glimpse of that, that's like that's fast. You know? Okay, so there are no planes that go like that. You know,
1: States. you know when I when we're when we're driving around. And we have a weird sound in the car, mm-hmm. and like the engine's making a weird noise. You think it's and a ramble? And I roll the, I turn the volume of the the stereo down, uh-huh. and I listen, and I say, you know, that sounds like the transmission potentially, right? Or that's we're running real rich, right? That gas is just. You know how you when I'm using the terminology from the engine pieces in the car and that sort of thing, all sure. the parts. You know that blank stare you get. Yes. That's what I get when you talk about military planes. Oh, the SR seventy one Blackbird.
0: <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> okay. I thought you were going somewhere, and that that's a good place to go. Uh, the SR seventy one Blackbird is just a yeah. It was a highly, it it was so highly classified but there was does it have a Higgity it? on the Higgum it has a Higgity on the Higgum mm. the reason why I brought it up and why I think I'm still going with it mm-hmm. is because it definitely was UFO do you
1: have to push the velocitator to get it to move yeah. forward oh.
0: and to sell a matrix to get and it, it to, to sell- stop yeah got and it you got it. it to stop with a to sell matrix <laughs> anywho that jet and, and think about like the the Stealth bomber? Do you know what that is? Have I do. Okay, my the, dad the actually B-wing. did parts Yeah, for your that. dad made that. Yeah. So that one's not. It's a F one seventeen and F and a B two bomber. But or wait. Uh, so he's like,
1: know. you know, the stealth bomber. I'm like, yes. He's like, it's not that. No, it is those. <laughs>
0: it, uh, well, it's not the bomb. <laughs> I don't know my head from my ass, and people that do know are gonna be like, dude, that's fucking. Mm, what a I don't ass. know. He, what a dumbass telling her, and she's just, she just doesn't know because she doesn't care. You care? Blind? You know but I'm. The, <laughs> yeah, I'm the dumb. Uh, not nearly dumb. Okay. But uh, those, all of those things were were very much secret, and so they had to fall into that category of where. Oh yeah. Those were the things they were testing. In, right. In Area Fifty One, the, the SR Fifty, the Blackbird, in particular.
1: This isn't Area Fifty
0: One. This is New York. I know, but in, I know, but they fly fast. and oh, They go across okay. the country in like three sec- or three minutes. I'm or a so dumbass. Today. Okay. No, I'm a dumbass. I don't know, but. That was the testing. Those were the things that so many people saw when they saw UFOs mm. out of that Area 51 area. And that, that's what I think. Okay. I'm glad we went there and wasted everyone's time with that. <laughs> so now so now it's, yeah. So this one's our highest one of the day. It's a 2.6.
1: Oh, my uh, God. I'd
0: love to hear more information if you guys live in the Hudson Bay area. If yeah. If you've got some interesting shit to say about it.
1: There's and so th- many stories. I want more. Me too. I really do. Yeah, me too. So this next one, uh, Flushing Meadow Zoo in Queens. Also New York. Okay. This one, uh, I'm going to read it instead of paraphrasing. Okay. So this one I'm going to read a little bit because there's a lot of information here. Not all of it pertains to UFOs, okay. but it's very this fascinating.
0: Is crazy one, yeah.
1: Yeah, so Flushing Meadows Park has a long and unusual history. It is located 10 miles east of Manhattan on Long Island in the borough of Queens in New York between the towns of Flushing and Corona. Now, our New York listeners or that area probably knows what i'm talking about yes i have no fucking idea but still me either the park started out as swampy land situated along flushing creek the area skirted nature nature native Mm -hmm. american trails that were later developed into rodman street which is called college point boulevard today roosevelt avenue and other paved roadways okay so famous to me well that's 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 our area so Because of its location and inability to be used for much else, the swampland became a dumping area for ashes. So in the 1920s, it was known as the Corona Ash Dumps. F. Scott Fitzgerald, that's a hard word to say, Uh called the place a valley of ashes in the Great Gatsby in his 1925 novel about Long Island society. Nice. So... The once worthless area was about to be transformed into a marvelous show place thanks to a grand event known as the World's Fair in 1964-1965. Because it was one of the few large blocks of land still available for development in New York, park commissioners and city planners devised a way to clear and fill the land for use as the site of the 1939 and 1940 New York World's Fair. Nice. Yes. So, most of the ashes and re- refuse were incorporated into the bases of the new highways that were being built around and through that area. And these later became Grand Central Grand Central Parkway, Van Wyck Expressway, Interborough Parkway and Long Island Expressway. Nice. So, it's yeah. the heart Right. So, after the 1939-1940 World's Fair ended in 1940, many of the structures from the fair were leveled and the area became known as Flushing Meadows Corona Park. A few of the buildings that remain included the New York State Pavilion, and it was it used to be the first home to the United Nations from 1946 until 1951. Mm. And then that organization moved to their permanent location in Manhattan, David Rockefeller's house <laughs> in Manhattan. That building still exists today and has become the Queen's Museum of Art. I have to it's send, send
0: David there too.
1: After the fair closed, the area was left with a few prominent buildings from the event, including the Unisphere, the Heliport, which became a catering establishment, the Observation Towers, featured in the Men in Black film with Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones. I know.
0: Oh! Aha. The area
1: also became home to Shea Stadium. Which is New York Mets' baseball team. I know
0: fucking baseball too. Ha (laughs) ha ha.
1: The USTA Billie Jean King National Tennis Center where the US Open is held. Fucking A. A zoo and other facilities used for swimming, aquatic aquatic and boating events. Fucking A. So during the 1964-65 World's Fair, there were several UFO sightings that made the news. Okay. Uh, Most were described as lights in the sky and were explained away as aircraft taking off or landing at nearby nearby Laguardia Airport. However, it should be noted that people in that area are used to seeing all kinds of aircraft and aircraft lights associated with landings and takeoffs takeoffs from that airport for from Laguardia and JFK. Mm-hmm. Uh, they know, so, when, but they saw something <clears throat> weird. Well, they know after when they see something different. Yeah, okay. yeah, in the day or the night sky, the sightings of strange lights above the old fairgrounds continued after the World's Fair ended. And in 1966, one of the most startling occurred. Hundreds of motorists driving on the Grand Central Parkway side of Flushing Meadows Park reported seeing a number of luminescent blue-green objects, which looked like glowing airships that came into view and then described, then basically descended into the lake. Mm. So it came into view and then dropped underwater. Uh, So it was about 7.40 in the evening, and the press reported uh, the following day This is a quote. A number of observers said that the object appeared to correspond to the descriptions of UFOs reported in Michigan the previous week, which Air Force experts had attributed to swamp gas discharged from Lake Bottoms in springtime. Hmm. This explanation did not satisfy everyone in Queens. Some thought that maybe the Martians wanted to visit the World's Fair and didn't know that it was over. (laughs) End quote. So most recently, a number of reports came in about white and green lights in a triangular formation seen moving back and forth over Flushing Meadows Park during July 2nd through the 5th, 2008. So this is not, this has been going on a long time. Yeah. Some of the witnesses said the light suddenly appeared and then disappeared, reappeared again between 10 p.m. and 3, a, 3 a.m. on those dates. So it just kind of came and went. However, strange lights are not the only phenomena associated with UFOs that has occurred at the park.
0: I I don't remember if it's an A-wing. I'm thinking Star Wars wings, X-wing, Y-wing. But the stealth bomber is like a single wing, kind Mm -hmm. of triangular thing. And they've been, I believe that we got the technology. I don't know if the Nazis ever developed one of these planes, but they had the technology And we got that when Mm -hmm. we like the project paperclip and we got all the rocket scientists, we got a lot of technology. And I believe that's where we got the stealth bomber technology. Hmm. And that's in the 40s. So they've been messing around with engines on those weird kind of bodies for a long time. Why they would do it over at Hudson Bay where a bunch of people are or even, you know, Nevada by Vegas or whatever. It seems strange. But I don't know. Where else are you going to do it? Who knows? But I always think of that.
1: Well, anywhere they do it if that if that is the thing that we're talking about that people are seeing if that's the case they wherever they do it people are going to see it
0: yeah and so. it will be a ufo because people will definitely not be, be <laughs> able to identify a billion dollar black project for the navy but now comes this crazy interesting part that ties into a zoo yeah so in
1: 1968 the flushing meadow zoo opened in the park on the grounds of the world's fair so um, although it's small in scale, the zoo had a number of exhibits and plenty of animals, including sea lions, bears, sheep, bison, mountain lions, coyotes, bald eagles, birds, wolves. It, it was a full-on it's zoo. It was a proper
0: fucking zoo. Got <clears> at <throat> yeah, so, all.
1: So since its opening, the zoo has been associated with several disturbing UFO events. So I found this really interesting. The first may have occurred in 1977. After several nights of UFO sightings above the park, wolves managed to escape the zoo on November 30th, 1977. Official reports said that the wolves clawed their way through a chain link fence surrounding their pen and killed several, several other animals until they were recaptured by Parks Department personnel and police. Jeez. So they got out and went on a fucking rampage. However, a caretaker working there at the time said that while the department or while he was making rounds, he found several animals missing, not just the wolves and others were dead. The dead animals did not look like they'd been killed by predators, though. He also said that none of the animal pens or enclosures had been unlocked, damaged or tampered with. So that's weird. Right, so you know, how did, un- how
0: did they die? If it wasn't <clears> throat> <some> throat> right, guy didn't get who
1: up. knows? I mean, we can go into
0: it was built on the ashes of something.
1: <sighs> we could go it's into haunted. the explanations. You know, somebody snuck in keys, and well, we could do that. But let's right. wait
0: inside job. until
1: afterwards.
0: I'm right, sorry. once
1: we get the rest of it right. done here. <clears throat> so there have been a number of odd instances where UFO sightings and associ- are associated with the sudden appearance or disappearance of animals. Animals found to be missing from the zoos turn up elsewhere without explanation, which is really interesting. Wild animals not active to an area suddenly appear in that area also without explanation. Dump. And this is kind of happening all over, not just here. All this tends to occur during times when UFOs are observed nearby. The caretaker present present during the 1977 event first contacted a ufologist in 1989 about another and far more disturbing occurrence at the zoo Uh, he and several others that had worked there met him near the area of the zoo to kind of discuss this with him it was being rebuilt at the time and they claim that the reason for that was something so disturbing That they had trouble grasping the enormity of what actually happened it began with two nights of UFO sightings in 1987 green and white balls of light that formed into all sorts of shapes hovered directly above the zoo and caused the animals to become really greatly agitated Yeah. yeah it was really bothering them due to budget cuts and because there were police in the park all night long caretakers and the zoo employees were no longer present at the zoo during the evening but they had police and uh, security there. Okay. So the last one would leave around 11 o'clock at night and show up again around 6.30 in the morning to open up the zoo for the other employees. So what is that? Six and a half hours? Yeah, right. Seven and a half hours, I think. Enough awesome. time
0: for some fuckery.
1: Right. So on the morning after the two nights of UFO sightings in 1987, the caretaker and several other er, employees opened the zoo and were horrified. They found... Okay, so this is what... There's a discrepancy here. A couple of stories. Most of the stories say it was every animal. Right. Uh, others, some other stories say it's every animal but reptiles. Were? Were killed. Shit. They were dead. So... Not just in a a zoo, but all the
0: animals in the zoo
1: In all the animals in the zoo were dead.
0: Jesus lions, tigers, bears, elephants, all, uh,
1: all of them, not just dead, but strangely mutilated. Really interesting. The caretaker and the employees said that all the animals were still locked and secured and or secured in their pens and exhibits were with, um, and exhibits with no sign of force or key to entry. There was no sign that anybody broke in. Right. Or even use their key card or whatever. So,
0: and, but somebody obviously cut up animals. It's,
1: it's, yeah, they were cut up. Yeah. yeah. So it was not like somebody went in and just broke in. Although they were unable to take pictures of any of the animals, they said that all of them looked as though they had been surgically autopsied or examined. Despite the deaths and apparent uh, relation, little no blood, little to no blood was present at all, hmm. which was really kind of weird i think uh so needless to say the glue the zoo was closed without explanation right they just fucking closed well, it down well all their
0: animals are dead
1: well and no trespassing signs were placed <laughs> Come see the, the dead entrance animals. we've got they empty put, cages right they put up no trespassing signs and uh all the way around the whole friggin' zoo so park personnel and police were summoned the zoo was closed and within hours all of the dead animal carcasses had been removed The zoo employees that spoke said that the animal deaths and mutilations were eventually explained as a way, the basically the work of vandals or ritualistic killers in an internal report. They blamed
0: satanic scare. They
1: did. They blamed the satanic panic. (sighs) The weird thing It was could be weirdos,
0: though. It definitely was most likely people, and it was probably weirdos doing weird things. For well,
1: sure. most likely. I mean, that's really the only explanation that we have. But they do point out that the vandals in their reports, they pointed out the vandals would have made all kinds of noise trying to kill the animals, right. which is kind of weird. Um, they had to break into most of the pens in the exhibits, and there was no signs of break-in. Would have left a significant amount of blood. And other evidence behind.
0: There wasn't it, blood. That's fucking weird. Right. It's like they killed these animals, not drained only, them, and brought them back.
1: <clears throat> well, it's not only animal blood, but there's no human blood. When you break into the pen of a tiger <laughs> in the middle of the night, shit's going to go down. <laughs> you would think so. You would think, unless you dart it first. I mean. What? But then, if you autopsy it or whatever, dissect it, there's going to be blood. They
0: saw, I mean, circus circus animals and zoo animals go straight to Hot Pockets. So, <laughs> I mean, that's that's what happened there. And Hot pockets asks no questions. Well, the other they weird, no the
1: other weird thing was that uh, none of the alarms. The thing was highly set with alarms. It's an animal park, and for insurance reasons, alarms have to be uh, positioned all throughout the park. Inside job, right? So, no alarms went off at the park. Uh, so, nobody working nearby. No lights. Nothing. Nobody heard anything.
0: That's insane. It's really a big mystery. Right. I, I mean, when we were talking about this before we did the show, I was like, well, who owned the zoo? <laughs> Maybe somebody right. that worked for the zoo hated the guy that owned the zoo and was willing to kill all the animals.
1: Yeah. I uh, don't. That's terrible. Why? It, for what reason?
0: Who knows? Uh, people are weird.
1: Just but, because. But how do you. Okay. So let's let's unpack this for just a minute. Right. There is a 11 to 630. That's seven and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Seven and a half hours to stealthily and silently enter a zoo, even if it's an inside job. Okay? Right. Let's just say, how many people have to be part of this? One.
0: Right. Who's all being recruited to be part I of I don't
1: know how big the park is, but let's just, for shits and giggles, say ten animals. Okay. Just ten. Where were, bear, the pe-
0: where were the PETA people that day? A Sorry.
1: bear... A camel A lion A tiger You know your standard zoo animals That people are like Ooh You want those animals Let's just say 10 That's all Okay And you've got seven and a half hours To break into a zoo Not be detected Not set off any alarms Murder the animals (laughs) Of course you're gonna have to what Lay plastic down To catch all of the blood No blood can be present Right I guess They can't hurt you You gotta figure out a way to dart them And this is just with 10, and you have seven hours to do it. Then you have to dissect them, and then you have to clean up your mess, pose them, I don't know, whatever you're going to (laughs) do, and then you have to make your way out also without being detected. All the while, security and police are walking around the park.
0: Here's what they did. Hear me out. Okay. So, they dropped-
1: And all I did was 10 animals. We're not talking hundreds. I agree. How many people had to be involved? Quite a few. How do you keep that secret?
0: You'd kill all the people that were involved.
1: Where are their bodies?
0: Illuminati scum. <sighs> so they sent it to space, probably. All right. But here's my theory. No, okay, here's uh, my theory. This is a legit theory. I think this is probably what happened. Okay. So, it's New York, right? Yeah. So, they have access to helicopters in New York. That's not a crazy thing to be like, okay, we got a helicopter. Okay. I rented this helicopter. Uh, I dropped some... They can't have guns in New York, but they can have, like, gas canisters of shit. So, they dropped this canister of fucking shit on the zoo had knocked all the animals out. Okay. And uh, then they went around and cu- killed them all themselves because they worked at the zoo. Oh. They landed the helicopter. And on this helicopter, they have like a, like a working lab uh, where they can suck blood, uh, like vacuum tubes and stuff. They spent a lot of money on this. Really don't like the That's guy that That's a lot of weight.
1: Zoo. Hundreds of animals.
0: Right. It's a lot to, of weight. They had six hours, uh, so, uh, eight so hours. So they just almost. kept
1: coming and going, and no one ever noticed well, the helicopter. See, this is
0: the genius part of what I think happened. No why police or true. security paused, noticed the helicopter. They caused time because it's New York. <laughs> New York has weird as you've learned from watching all the, the sci-fi movies and all the the Marvel movies there's always really crazy scientists in New York and mm. they, they knew a crazy scientist and mm-hmm. he also didn't like that fucking guy that owned the zoo right okay and so that's what happened who and then they threw for? they threw up lights in the sky to throw people off
1: Ah, so and who so paid for this shit
0: out. probably that rich guy to that w- also didn't like the zoo guy to it what was basically a conspiracy to what end nice gun. what was his point so that the people wouldn't go to that zoo anymore fuck that
1: zoo
0: <laughs> cheap land they wanted to buy it what's there now what they put there now
1: the zoo is still there oh fuck
0: they didn't win (laughs) that guy was resilient and won against the Illuminati scum
1: as far as i know that's that zoo still exists when i did my research it was still there as far as i know
0: what i just said is completely uh, accurate
1: unless they tore it down in 2021 then you know
0: who knows for all intents and purposes if it lasted until 2021 my points very dumb well, but I still think it's right.
1: I think your point's dumb. I think, I think it's pretty good. I think somebody I mean, would notice a helicopter. Those aren't quiet. Yeah, but they were looking up at the uh, the little space thing. Somebody would have said, you know,
0: green balls. It
1: doesn't matter. They, somebody would have said, I heard a helicopter. Guess last you, night. Can you see
0: that helicopter with that fucking zebra? What's he doing with that zebra? Well, I don't know. Just, Just look at, the, look at the little Even if light. it was
1: in the middle of the night, one o'clock in the morning, the people around the zoo are going to be like, I hear a helicopter. It was a
0: stealth helicopter. Oh, oh! it was uh, a triangular, military, shaped yeah, it was triangular shaped stealth. <laughs> it's fucking rad. See, it's all coming together. I get it. So is that, is that,
1: that's the end of that story.
0: Okay. It wasn't that weird guys. I mean, come it was, on.
1: It was a weird story.
0: Well, what, what makes it weird is that there was no blood when they, what makes it weird is the fucking animals. helicopter. What Personally, I think that's
1: what makes it weird. <laughs> yeah. And the vats and the helicopter that can withstand hundreds of animals. Blood. Total volume of blood. Where are they putting it? Strong helicopter. Fifty gallon drums. How many can that helicopter Lads handle? Of trips. Is it in a eight military? Hours? Is it seven and a half. It's good. Is it a military helicopter? I mean probably. I mean maybe they're not quiet. No, they're not. Okay. Nobody noticed. There was a
0: concert maybe that somebody was playing at
1: three in the morning?
0: Probably concert at when three. When they're in the
1: hauling bodies or blood.
0: There's a conspiracy. It was, that's what happened. <laughs> oh, of course it is. Makes sense. So we gave this one a 1.4 because it didn't really hold up to much.
1: Well, you know, as interesting and intriguing as this is, uh, I mentioned in another episode at one point, my mom always told me if it doesn't make sense, it's probably not true. Yeah. Uh, this is what I'm running into here. Yeah, no, it doesn't make sense. I want to believe that it was aliens. I really do. Sure. Yeah. Um,
0: Dicks, aliens are dicks, though. But the then. thing,
1: the thing is, this stuff—it it doesn't make sense. Mm-mm. That's that's what I don't get. It doesn't make any sense. So Mm-mm. either it never happened, and they were trying to cover up a massive death inside the zoo yeah, due like to they starved they them or, there was a or gas something leak or some shit. Right?
0: They didn't check for shoes.
1: <laughs> All that
0: shit—that'll do it.
1: Stop. <laughs> okay. So uh, yeah. Anyways. It We ended up with a low score because of that. Yes. I, I want to believe it, but... Gee.
0: Right, because there was tons of witnesses. They, there was tons of people that saw those lights. Yep. And there was tons of people that obviously <coughs> saw dead animals.
1: Obviously, there was people hauling carcasses out of there. Yeah. The police were involved.
0: Right. So... So those are witnesses, but they did what... None of them knew what the fuck happened, so the witnesses right. are kind of low, but we did give it a three because there was a lot of people involved in both these things. Mm-hmm. And the claim is, of course, that the UFOs were involved in the, the zoo stuff. Well, that
1: was, it was speculated. Right. You know, right. just because there was a connection between lights in the sky and weird shit going on. The right. wolves Like escaped. the wolves
0: thing before. Yeah. Right. All that stuff. So, I mean, it, I get it. And people want to correlate things and mm-hmm. give it causation and all that stuff. Uh, But we did give it a 3.0 because there were a lot of people involved in this that were all like, what the fuck? What the fuck is going on? Where's the blood? Right. Nobody has a key. And then, you know, they probably interviewed all of their employees immediately. Right. And they're like, who did this? And they're like, no, no, no. So I don't want to just be like, well, somebody did there. Well,
1: you know, and the police are like, it was Satan.
0: Right. That's the worst It was Satan.
1: There were devil worshipers. Fucking
0: 80s. Although, you know what? There are weird sick people that you would just throw in a thing. You just lump them in a category like ah, they're devil worshipers, right? It's like, what were they into? Well, they were into this one specific snuff film and they built a cult around it.
1: Yeah, wow, well. it's easier just to <coughs> be like devil worshipers. <coughs> so. Weird things happen, weirder but, things have happened. Yeah,
0: right. And the credibility of the witnesses were also, was also high, yeah. Them at 4.0 because they're police and people trained mm-hmm. to notice things, etc., right. But Parks,
1: they employees, veterinarians. Yeah,
0: absolute experts on animals. Animal coroners. Exactly. <laughs> so it's not like they're just a bunch of yahoos. Right. But it's a weird situation. But most of the animal coroners were like, this is for sure alien shit. We should look into the alien connection. Right. Here. Right. But we still gave it a 4.0 because fucking it's our show. We yeah. can do what we want. <laughs> uh, but we did, as far as that, we're probably not consistent because physical evidence, there's zero. Right. Except for the, all the dead animals.
1: There was a lot of, uh, well, it's hearsay. Right. I mean, it's, exactly. this is what they said. Yep. I mean, the police were there, and they're like, devil worshippers. <laughs> and Which is about the same. And as that is pretty much it. Yep. Yeah, it's either devil worshippers, Satan, or aliens. aliens. And that's all we got.
0: But I think my conspiracy that they fucking, a bunch of people hated that's the guy. That's way more that, oh, interesting. It's better. Helicopters, fucking hell yeah. Way more interesting. Little science I shit. still
1: have a hard time with the sounds, but, you all know, whatever. Fuck
0: the sounds. The concert, the concert. Covered up the sounds. Mm.
1: What a good Uh, plan! The three AM concert,
0: Mm -hmm. awesome. There was also no video for this. There was no photography. I mean, there's probably videos of the dead animals. um, There has to be photos, but none for the public, public. right? And there's uh, probably videos or at least photos. Maybe not. This is the eighties. Again, back with the potato on your shoulder (laughs) uh, of the lights. So maybe nothing. But we 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 found potato. The salted potato. Salted potato. It's a little bit
1: better than like you know (laughs) seventies.
0: It's getting better for sure. Uh, (laughs) Not much better. But the video zero. Mm-hmm. And then we also... How believable is it? Zero.
1: That's what we said. I had a hard time with this story. Right. I really did.
0: I think negligence 100%. Like serious
1: hard there. time with this story. I was like, I can't. I, I, just, I can't. Yeah,
0: there's no... It's a giant leap to do any, yeah. any of the leaps. I
1: mean, maybe if there were pictures, which I don't want to see pictures of dead animals, but I mean, maybe... Right. If there was some type of, there's no proof. It's just yeah. a group of people that are like, dude, do you know what happened? <laughs> it's
0: alien stuff, bro. Right. So, so it gets 1.4 because there were lots of people around <clears> it and yeah. blah, blah, blah. It's probably too high. 1.4 is probably too high, but it's fucking, it got a lot of zeros in there too. And that leads us to our final story of the afternoon or evening or morning. However, you're, however
1: you're reading it, whatever I mean, the fuck's reading going it. On. However you're listening whatever, to it, <laughs> yeah, whatever you're doing,
0: however whatever holes you're absorbing this through. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is called the Sutton family. This one is yeah. fucking crazy, guys.
1: Okay, yeah, this is really crazy. So on August twenty first, nineteen fifty five, all hell broke loose in Hopkinsville, Kentucky. Uh, Hopkinsville is a modest modest size city, sitting at just over thirty thousand residents. Uh, It's a quiet town Just like any others The thing that I found Really interesting Is that they were Known best For bowling balls Okay so 60% of all bowling balls made came from Hop- Hopkinsville until the factory okay. shut down in 2019. Oh, damn. Oh, I know, I know, right? So that's, you know, the bowling balls are a claim to fame.
0: I don't know, that is a claim to fame, but maybe they had some sort of monopoly thing going on and they were pushing other little bowling ball companies out maybe. and stuff. Maybe. You guys tell us if you live in a <laughs> part of the world.
1: Well, in 1978...
0: I kid, I I don't know, fuck me. <laughs> in
1: 1978, the film Attack of the Killer Tomatoes stated that Hopkinsville was once besieged by millions of irate birds, but that's not true. Oh No, not a true thing. Oh. It's just in the movie. They just but made it up. They I'm had to pick some town. Had to, you know, so they picked Hopkinsville.
0: <laughs> the people were like, did that
1: happen? What, no. what actually happened in uh, Hopkinsville was um, it really interests ufologists and professional debunkers and, of course, us, why we're looking into this. So August 21st, 1955... I'm just going to tell the story instead of reading it. Okay. Billy Ray Taylor and his wife, June, they went to Hopkinsville to go visit family. He wanted to go see his mom. Um, they were rolling through, so they decided to go over and see their friend. Uh, his, they called him Lucky, but his name was Elmer Sutton. Okay. So we're going to call him Lucky because that was his nickname. Okay. Him and a, along with 10 of his other family members. Any they,
0: one of those names could be a, I know, a nickname. Elmer Sutton, Sutton
1: Lucky. Lucky yep.
0: Elmer Sutton. That's a guy that did not need a nickname.
1: <laughs> so Lucky, along with 10 of his family members, his wife and there's, you know, the, the whole family, there were 11 of them total living in this house. And they lived on the outskirts of this town in a kind of a small home. Billy Ray uh, was out he was visiting them and he went out to go get water from the well mm-hmm. he they, he went to go fetch some water right um and he that's a good boy n- while he was out there he saw he says he saw a silvery object fly through the sky overhead with multicolored like rainbow I don't know contrails mm Chemtrails, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Unicorn piss. uh, Coming off the back. Yeah. And he went inside and he told the family and they made fun of him. They're like, what the fuck? Sit down. (laughs) This is in the 50s. This is 55. 1955.
0: So there is a lot of uh, UFO stuff in the minds of Americans.
1: So Billy Ray also was kind of known to be a jokester. Mm, He is kind of one of those guys. Fucking Billy Ray. Right. He was kind of a, I don't know, kind of a comedian, kind of prankster. So we're going to put, put a stake in the ground on that story. And we're going to go back about from the time Billy Ray saw this. We're going to go back about a half an hour prior. So okay. he was probably in the house giving the family shit. Right. When elsewhere in the county, a police officer noticed um, three objects flying through the sky. He said there was three of them, two together, one following. And he thought they were meteors. Hmm. Uh, also letting off like gaseous stuff off the end. Shit's
0: falling off. Right.
1: So he saw that. I think it's really hard to tell because people aren't timing themselves and looking at the clock all the time, but it was around that time. So then Billy sees one object and he says that he flew overhead um, and it passed, but it was silent. He heard nothing until it stopped abruptly and then dropped to the ground behind some trees. And he was like, what the fuck? So he went in and they all laughed him out of the room. They're like, you're, right. you're insane. Um, he let it go, kind of. Not really. He couldn't get his mind off of what he just saw. But they all kind of settled down and they continued on with their night. They're playing like Pinochle and stuff, cards. 50
0: shit. Yeah. You know how that 50 shit goes?
1: <laughs> well, so the dogs had started barking and eventually the barking got so annoying that they went to check out what was going on. I can relate to annoying barking. So Billy Ray and Lucky went to investigate, and they saw this really weird glow coming from the tree line, the forest line, which was kind of extended out from their property. And in the middle of this glow, uh, according to these guys, came this weird creature. It was about three feet tall, um, three and a half feet tall. Its head was oversized, and it was almost perfectly round. And the arms extended almost to touch the ground, and it had talons and eyes that glowed like yellow. Mothman. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Kind of sounds like Mothman, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, The body gave off an eerie shimmer, kind of like it was made of silver, like metal. Like Mothman. So they were really, like, blown away. So basically, they ran back, they gathered their 20-gauge shotguns, and, well, Billy had a 20-gauge shotgun, uh, Lucky had a twenty two rifle, and basically they ran back outside and began firing indiscriminately at the creatures. They just opened fire. Hmm. I don't know how you open fire with a shotgun.
0: No, that's a.
1: It's a kind of a slow process, but yeah. anyways. Anyways. So later on, they would state that the creature um, came out and he had his clawed hands, taloned hands up, right. kind of like, like in Mothman. Like in, no, it was up in the air, kind of like he was surrendering is what it looked like. Oh, they shot at him? They kept, yeah, they kept firing. Dicks. Uh, They, but then the thing was, they, it didn't stop him from firing, but every time they shot at it, they thought they hit it, but it would do this weird flip. Like, like it would do a backflip. What? I know, weird. And this is just one creature at this point so far. So it's
0: just Mothman one. Just
1: Mothman one, shiny silver Mothman, little three foot tall anyways he'd flip and then he'd rush back into the darkness and they wouldn't see him so like he'd go back into the tree line so panic beyond belief these these two guys are shitting themselves they return to the house (laughs) and they're like women and children in the back room hide under the bed 50 shit everyone take care you know cover yourselves we're gonna cover you with fire so there we go um once inside another one of the creatures showed up so he was caught, the thing was caught peering through a window. Oh, God. Right. Uh, so not only is there one out front, all of a sudden it's like, lucky, look in the window. And there's this thing <laughs> looking in the window.
0: Elmer is not
1: they, happy about this. They once, <laughs> once again, they open fire. Uh, the creature once again did this weird flip, like a back, back flip, and then scurried away. Uh, and Acrobatic motherfuckers, and they sure can't take a bullet. Right. So... They, <laughs> 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 At this point, the Suttons and the Taylors really felt as if they're fighting for their lives because these things are relentless. It's they're not escalating going away.
0: high because they've already shot a lot of bullets into some stuff.
1: Well, yeah. Y- the, yeah. So the window screens were shredded by shot shells, 22 rounds, but no one was any closer to figuring out what the fuck was going on, uh-huh. even though they just keep firing. So Billy Ray decided to step outside just to kind of size up the situation and find out, you know, because it had kind of quieted down a little bit. So Billy Ray
0: being reasonable stepped
1: outside. Kind of made a mess <clears> up me. Both guys really went and to check it out on the porch. Uh, once there the family actually reported seeing a hand come down. Creepy. Um o- from the overhang above the porch Ooh. and like gra- try and grab his hair. Oh shit. And uh yeah, they saw it and then he felt it. He screamed. <laughs> he turned he started shooting at the overhang (laughs) and then lucky's shooting at the overhang and they're firing at the roof now of course so the door is gone the window screens are shot out now there's holes in the roof and the porch right must have hit
0: a few aliens in the process i'm sure
1: so there was in the distance another one was spotted up in the trees and they started firing that on that one as well. This went on, okay. <laughs> so I got can time go on. To
0: bleed. The, ba, ba, ba,
1: ba. This went on for three hours, okay. Okay. Yeah. So after about the three-hour mark, it's around eleven o'clock. It started getting quiet. They didn't see anything. They didn't really hear much except for like occasional like skittering and scratching sounds on the real alien. Ouch. I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my balls.
1: So. They, they just heard the roof sound. So finally, they decided, it was at 11 o'clock, they decided it's an, a war they're not going to win. So they... <laughs> uh, Sutton... So they called the mill. They, basically, they all went. They ran for the vehicles and they left. They tore off into the night. Uh, there was no all phone. All 11 of them? Yeah, they all loaded up in their vehicles. Okay. There's, yeah, so they took off in the night. There's no, form in, there's no phone in the farmhouse. Okay. They went to go get help. Uh, they walked into the police station down in Hopkinsville panicked and the police obviously they knew something was going on with this family this is not okay so this is from what I understand your standard small-town church-going hard-working family right no nonsense if They're asking for help right something to do then to well, them they tried to shoot the damn thing themselves right like they would coyote on their property and this was not working right and so now they're they're, they're panicked all the kids everyone is in the police station and they're like we saw aliens <laughs> yeah so
0: and look like just like moth man
1: because of what had they had reported the police officers they sent a whole group out there to investigate luckily one of the police officers is one of the police that policeman that I spoke to about earlier? Right, spoke yeah, about yeah. earlier yeah. who saw that weird shit in the sky.
0: Uh-huh.
1: His story and the family story kind of correlated as far as timelines go. So that like you had a weird
0: day, me too. Let's th- hang out.
1: That's why some Let's work on this there was He gave some credit to this. So, right. um, they went out. They found shell casings along with all of the damage to the farmhouse. I mean, the windows were shot out. The front door was they shot out. The their porch, house. yeah. There's holes in everything, <laughs> and a family of eleven living in a house together in rural Kentucky.
0: They fucked that. They house.
1: don't they want to house. destroy their house. No, they don't even there. have indoor plumbing. They had to go out to the well to get water. There is no phone. They don't want to do that. It's not like they did it at of free. You know, we're, right. we're just gonna fuck it all up. No. Right.
0: But you know what so, I would th- go
1: ahead. <clears throat> so they found the bullets. There were no evidence. Uh, there was no evidence of drinking, at all, um, and the matriarch, Mama, mm-hmm. didn't allow liquor in the house. Anyways, in I mean the it house. was it was a common thing.
0: But in the barn.
1: But the children, even the children, were fucking destroyed over this. They were so afraid. Well, their so f- their family members are
0: shooting a bunch of guns off around the house. So
1: so after all, all was clear. Uh, the family basically, the police went home. Um, and the family tried to settle in for the night. After so, all that shit, right? They're trying to go back to sleep. Well, we got right? a lot more skylights. Well, they don't have anywhere space. else to go at this point. Right. So, got a couple new windows and doors to <laughs> work on. Mama claimed at three a.m. or three thirty, between three and three thirty in the morning that night, after they tried to settle in, she was laying there and all of a she saw some movement. She couldn't sleep. She saw some movement in the window and she glanced over and she saw one of the creatures silently glowing at the bedroom window with its hand on the screen. And she's like, "Cletus, get your gun. <laughs> <laughs> but she yelled for the family. Clean pair of shorts for me. Once again, they opened fire and fought all night long. So basically the news spread so fast it was reported by the New York Times nice. and other local and national news wires. At that point, Did everybody mock them. People descended in droves to see what had happened to this family. Mm. Um, they were, but the family was so sick of attention that they, of course, wanted to start shooting trespassers <laughs> on their property. But they couldn't, so they put up signs. I got
0: Mothman and media. Fuck them all.
1: Well, they, they put up signs. They they were, you know, they're not. I really don't think this family wanted attention. Right. I just don't. Most people. Uh, my good family friend lives in rural Kentucky. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ron. Yeah. Ronnie. And uh, yeah, he doesn't want, he doesn't want company. Right. Anybody who uh, steps foot on property, private property is a trespasser. And it's
0: forfeited a bunch of rights. And if you're yeah. going
1: to keep walking, you're either in for it because you're going to steal something or you're a quote unquote revenuer. <laughs> <laughs> that's, <what laughs>
0: that's old school. <laughs> revenuer. We shoot tax man when yep, the check exactly. comes around So
1: basically they, they put up no trespassing signs, um, all over the property, but the people ignored them. So then not wanting to get in trouble for killing, they started charging admission. (laughs) 50 cents for entering the property, a dollar for information and 10 bucks to take a picture.
0: And then they retired off the money for the pictures.
1: (laughs) 50 cents at a time.
0: Fuck me. Yep. So yeah, they made it up so they can make money off the media. Yeah, well they did it didn't, Doesn't sound like it. it sounds they, like they wanted
1: to keep. They people wanted up. people to go away, right? So in 1956, ufologist Isabel Davis compiled a 200-page report on this encounter. Uh, through her investigation, she ruled out everything, which I, I kind of want to read the report. But she ruled out everything aside from a genuine alien contact, is what she called it. Wow. So 200-page report. She really dug. Um, she stated, she believed the family members she spoke to were honest, sober folks. Um, and her report to this day remains the most comprehensive breakdown of the events of that night. Of course. So, yeah. um, but it's
0: nice and fresh.
1: There's a couple little things here. So writer and skeptic Jake Slocum stated in 2008, he said to take a look at the head of the creature and then look at the head of an owl. Mm hmm. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And then he said, now get really, really drunk. This is a quote. Exactly. We're talking well, mid-50s rural Kentucky drunk, end quote.
0: It is hard not to think of life without right. alcohol in the 50s in mm. Kentucky. I'm sorry. The
1: yeah. owl theory is one of interest for... To a few different researchers, so there's that one.
0: I just want to take people at their word. It sucks if they're. I lying. do too. It's like we don't. We didn't. We weren't drunk that night. Okay.
1: I don't want to. Oh, I guess we
0: were. You fucking piece of shit.
1: Oh, lying about being drunk. Yeah. Okay. That's I was going to say their experience. I don't want to. I don't think they're lying. I th- I th- they I were think shooting at something. For they sure. truly. Yeah, they're not going to destroy their house over nothing.
0: And and we were talking about this again before the show. You don't have to be drunk to have a group delusion. A group you know, hallucination. Those things can happen. They, they happen in weird things, but they're usually group fear. Mm -hmm. Fear happens there. Right. And so uh, people that have, have watched Is We Dumb? If you guys have seen the owl that they, the different weird birds that Joe has found on that show, there's one that's just in the early episodes where if they saw something, anything close to that, it would freak them out if they had had any, even if they were sober and they were just afraid Mm -hmm. and comparing, you know, say they saw, a meteor and they thought it was a ufo or they say they saw ufos mm-hmm. and they correlated the two who knows what they were reading or listening to in the 50s when right. it came to right. comic books and you can't and know shit.
1: the inner workings of what's going so on so they
0: might have been scared shitless of ufos and potentially in yeah that's where their heads were
1: right right so well it has also been stated that there was a misidentification of a great a pair of great horned owls right so that was the other thing so i went
0: off on that owls
1: right but they're nocturnal they fly silently they have yellow eyes but the thing is they aggressively defend their nests Hmm. maybe he went out when he went to go get you know water maybe he disturbed a nest oh yeah i'm not sure and they just correlated the weird stuff with the stuff in the sky with a angry owl You've been
0: buzzed by a, a wild bird, right? Oh, that yeah. That gets everything. That'll get your fight or flight going real quick, even yeah. if it's a little bird.
1: Yeah. Well, I just think these people have lived there. They live in Kentucky. They live in this house. They live in a rural atmosphere. Seems to me they would have seen an owl at one point. right? And they probably know what a great horned owl looks like. I would imagine so, too. yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And if there's a nest there and it's defending its nest... Don't you think it would have defended its nest prior to that? Just earlier in the afternoon, maybe. Sure. So I don't know. I have Could a hard have been time weird with that. Circumstances that yeah. just led to it. Plus, yet. they said they had. I mean, okay. So it said it had clawed hands. Right. It had talons, talons on its hands. Yeah. Owls have talons on their feet. They sure do. But they also said that it, its clawed, taloned hands were raised up, on either side of his head. In kind of like a f- surrender right he, like he's surrendering yeah that's not an owl owl's not gonna do that right he can't put his feet over his head while he's looking at somebody
0: maybe his wings look like talons and I don't know who knows I
1: don't I don't know anyways
0: it was so probably Mothman is what I've ra- it's, <laughs> it's likely Mothman probably from Mars
1: yeah. Well, that's all I've got. That's the end of that story. <laughs> now, there's a lot more to this story, and it continues on to this day. Sure, of weird shit, uh, weird sightings
0: in this area. Huh?
1: In this area, yeah, it's it's basically like a four state span um, with a bunch of like tunnels and stuff. For our listeners who are interested in this specific this specific story, mm-hmm. go on Amazon. And look up Hellier. It's a it's a basically, it's produced and filmed by a husband and wife and like two three other guys. They're investigators. It's really interesting. Um, The first I think there's two seasons. Um, they had to fit all the information they had to do two seasons. I remember the, you talking about yeah, that. Yeah. It was pretty <clears>
0: fascinating, right?
1: The first season, first episode, season one, blew my mind because they talked about this in there. And uh, as as it went on, it held my attention. It was fascinating. I loved it. But I, as time went on, I was having a more and more difficult time sticking with it. Right. Because it seemed more and more out there. Right. But it was still... You're willing to
0: go out there, but not super out there. Well...
1: It I want to ha- see
0: the shore. It
1: has to make sense. Right. Yeah. You know, if it doesn't make sense, Absolutely. I can't. I just can't. Right. But um, anyways, it's not that that show didn't make sense. It did, but there was a lot of reaching going on towards the end of it. But in the beginning, they cover this case and how it plays into the rest of Hellier and the story that they're doing. It's fascinating. First season, really good. Second season kind of lost me a little bit. Hmm. But it's a documentary. Okay. Broken up into seasons. And I think it's uh, like 17 hours. Jesus. It's long.
0: Well, if you guys need 17 hours worth of material. Yeah. If there's not enough content in the world for you. I think it's, 17, sef- I think hours
1: it's of 17 hours with both season one and season two all combined. Yeah. Nice. It's a lot of. That's not bad. A lot of video. A lot of. It's interesting. That's Anyways.
0: Like a, that's like a Harry Potter marathon.
1: Yeah. Is it? Like that. I don't yeah, know. Maybe. I'm guessing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Let's look at our little meter for that. Uh, the Sutton family total it, it totally gets one point six five. Yeah, which is not very high. Right. We're not gonna we're not gonna look into it too hard as far as right. the serious world and stuff. But it's fucking interesting. It is. To see was that the, a case of mass delusion or you know family delusion? Right. Was it misidentification of something? Was it drinking? Was it fucking aliens? Fucking was it Mothman? Of course. Uh, I think I it was Indeed. <laughs> well, the witness quantity, there were...
1: Well, there were 11 in the house, uh, actually 13 total, because there were 11 plus two visitors. Mm-hmm. Then the police were involved. Right. Uh, there was a policeman in the beginning that saw something strange in the sky that also made the connection. Um, so that's 13, 14. I think it, without the policeman, just the people involved in the siege itself, there were 13 of them
0: in <laughs> the fucking weird ass shooting the, the poor kids are like what in the fuck's going on yeah, yeah. well we gave it a 4.25 yeah because it and out of five because it is there are in our we have an actual technical scale you know one person is a 0.5 and it moves from there so right. there were plenty of people that saw this they were down. all involved yep and then our credibility they're just normal folk mm-hmm. we gave them a three even though there was a police officer involved but uh yeah, it was kind of weird, so we just left it at a three. Right. Because it was like it's credible for sure. They seem like nice folk. Yeah. Uh, but when it gets to the point of everybody shooting up the house and da da da, it can either be yes, it was an aliens, or fucking they all. Yeah. Got don't put LS- hard. Don't put LSD
1: <laughs> in the punch bowl. Right. <laughs> before,
0: before that <laughs> shit was illegal, they were just having a fun time. But we did give it a three point oh. So those there's two mushrooms were. floating in the punch bowl. Indeed. <laughs> <But> whoops. <laughs> that whoops. Sounds like a good time. Sounds like college. Uh, the I
1: blame I blame Billy Ray. He,
0: th- yeah. With a name like that. Yeah. But the physical evidence we gave us zero. Right, there was none. Yeah, Except for get a, a shot
1: up house and a bunch of shotgun shells. There's no blood, there's no body, there's no pictures, there's no scratch marks,
0: nothing. Didn't they find some sort, they found some blood, didn't they? Well, some there was... Weird, a, a weird substance.
1: There was a couple of different stories that I read where it stated that the police found a weird... They found, the words they used was they found body fluid in the lawn, but they didn't take a sample. Right. So
0: we have no idea. Right. So we have to call that a zero.
1: 1955, I don't think they were sampling that stuff. Maybe they were. Maybe they were testing for blood type.
0: Illuminati were. (laughs) But nobody else. They didn't, nobody else even knew. Illuminati kept us in the dark for a long time. Yeah, I don't know. That's right. Anyways. Uh, (laughs) So then the videos and photos, obviously zero. Yep. So all four of those two were both zeros. And then the believability... I want to give it a w- just a one just a just because boy, yeah, that's fun. I know I believe I, know. I believe that they believe some shit right. was going down exactly I, I don't think they
1: would have destroyed their no. house without the LSD
0: no but this <laughs> does kind <laughs> this does kind of hide like a worse story that's what I think in some cases this is a worse story what do you mean they were shooting at each other because they hate each other maybe they had a fight maybe oh. it was some weird ass shit oh. like that or something maybe it was something just pedestrian but Ridiculous, And they're like, no, let's just blame it on aliens. Remember they that saw, we saw the thing?
1: Yeah, but this was private property, and they can shoot up their own house if they want to. I know, but so just to
0: save face, they're like, why'd you shoot up your house, Olaf, or whatever your fucking name is? Billy Ray. Billy and Ray. And Lucky. And Lucky, yeah. Elmer. Elmer, that's what name. I was going yeah. for. Uh, why'd you shoot up your house, Elmer? Uh, well, aliens? It's not because you hate brother and he, th- he thinks so you think fan. these
1: kentucky folk these backwoods kentucky folk would much rather be known as the alien guy that brought all that media onto his property for months he's thinking instead about the of money. just admitting that you know he tried to shoot his son-in-law
0: yeah i think he wanted a book deal and it didn't go through <laughs> i just uh, the whole plan was let's make this story <laughs> we're going to shoot some holes in the house but we're going to get a new house from the book deal Oh, and it didn't work out right. They all didn't right. play that. They didn't play all of the things that they had coming to them. Well, they did charge admission to their house, which I think is wise. But the book deal, right, it fell through. Obviously, so
1: well, we're still talking about it. So that's kind of cool.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, seventy I, years later, I definitely believe that they believe some shit happened. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Think, and I don't think they were probably off their rocker. I'm sure it was some.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I've been afraid to the point of, to, you know, where you're almost like, huh? Ah, <laughs> you know, and I've been around other people that are afraid at that level, not that level right. but where they're all kind of like, ah, yeah. mm-hmm. and and you can go pretty far and, and you can see things in that scenario. I mean, I, I had a car accident a long time ago with a few of my friends uh, and, and we had been drinking, but I don't know about you guys, but I don't see things on alcohol. Mm-hmm. I, I don't hallucinate on alcohol, but we were scared. We were wandering in the woods. We didn't want to get arrested. We were like 19 <laughs> yeah. drinking out in the woods and we I rolled my car and we got we got out
1: because you were drinking and driving, dipshit.
0: Right? Yeah, I was to- <laughs> totally stupid. Never do that. I learned how to not drink and drive by being by doing the dumb shit. Yeah, and I never did again. Uh, but anywho, it was a shared experience between four of us where mm-hmm. we were scared and we saw shit and we experienced shit that we all four thought we for sure we saw because one of us said they did. And oh, re- really? Yeah, it, it was. I read about some of the things I mean the, the madness of crowds and those kind of things right. are a real deal I mean you can really create a, a weird thing with peer pressure and just what's expected and a big loud PA system etc I'm thinking of like Nazis and shit too oh. like, imag- it's amazing what people can do in right. those kind of circumstances but anyway in those little circumstances you can hallucinate and you can see weird shit and hmm. Uh, believe it to dying day
1: well I want to hear from uh, the listeners I mean what did you guys think of these stories what are your theories Yeah, what
0: would you have done right if you were fucking seeing a weird ass owl (laughs) mothman motherfucker well
1: I want to know your theories and if you've had any weird experiences like this Mm -hmm. you know and uh, also uh, if you have any cool stories you want to share send those in to info at scatcast.com yeah we'll share them next week exactly um or on the next, even the next on year. another. Yeah, we're doing. Yeah.
0: We're doing. Uh, we have a plan. Sure. Yeah, we do. Cannibals. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got a fun. We got a fun month coming. But yep. we. But next time we do UFOs, we'll read all your stories. And yeah. I got a couple too that I'll I'll tell. And you've got a couple. we'll, yep. t- we'll tell stories. Cool. Yeah. So this has been the dipshift Files number nine. Yes, it has. I hope you enjoyed it. We had fun. It was a hell of a process yeah. to it's, get through here. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Today's been a hell of a day. It's but been a great day. It has been a great day, and I hope you guys have a great day as well. And keep your eyes to the skies. yes yeah. That you never know what you're going to see. Who knows? And watch out for Mothman.
1: Oh, and yeah, keep the cell phone to the ready. Yeah. Because I want to see some footage.
0: Yeah, let's get some good footage. Yeah. Let's see good footage.
1: Not on a potato.
0: No. <laughs> you don't have a potato in your pocket. You might. Maybe <laughs> uh, for whatever reason you have. They're just neat. I don't want to know. Cover up the front. I don't maybe know. Scare people in the back. <laughs> I don't know.
1: There's a potato in your pocket.
0: It's good stuff. All right. All right. We'll talk at you in the future. It'll seem like the present. <sighs> shit files bing, bing bong la la la